Welcome to Millennials and Money Cafe, where we create events to empower, inspire, and motivate millennials to love, live, and matter. Hi, I'm Marilyn, the host of Millennials and Money Cafe, and I coach millennials how to remove their blocks to living their purpose and their passions. And I want you to know that you and your actions matter. And today I have two remarkable guests with me that I'm so happy about. A, uh, I have James Kyson and uh, his beautiful wife, uh, Jamie Kyson. And um, so, uh, hello guys. Hi. <laughs> How are you so they're coming in from from two different areas, and James is on the street, so he's muting until he comes in to to make comments. But I'm I'm going to share uh, first with you why I wanted these two beautiful people to come on and and talk to you. Um, one is that I find that you know James is a famous actor, and uh, Jamie is a uh, retired neuroscience, um, but using it in her media and her uh, music. She's taking all that information. And, and what I love about James and Jamie is their authenticity. And I, I love seeing how they're creating together. And we're going to talk about uh, Love Bites, one of the things they're creating together. And that they also, they matter. They're, they're all the things that why I do this show, to love, live, and matter. And they love not only themselves, but they have uh, love others, and they're doing wonderful projects out in the world, which is creating, um, they're, they're making a difference in the world with their, not only with their uh, talents, but also with causes that they care about, which they might speak about later also, and that they live, um, they're, they're creating their lives as they go. They're, they don't have a formula uh, other than, I think, having fun. Is that about right? <laughs> like enjoying their life, living in purpose. And so I feel um, that's why I wanted to bring them on because I think they're great role models. So I'm going to start with uh, Jamie sharing. Uh, Dr. Jamie Kyson um, is a neuroscience singer who obtained her PhD from UCLA in 2013, where she received the Eva Mary Coven Prize for Excellence in Research on the Brain and a multi-year government grant to conduct her studies. Jamie's research has been published in top journals, including Nature, the American Journal of Human Genetics, Nature Genetics, and a recent 2015 first author uh, neuron publication. Jamie graduated summa cum laude from the University of Michigan, where she helped discover the gene mutated in Cayman ataxia, um, a rare recessive ataxia present in the Cayman Islands. Um, reading words that I don't know is not my forte, so if I... If I miss fabulously. Okay. Uh, Jamie is a professional singer who has been singing in various capacities her whole life. Uh, she has experience uh, ranging from an, an a cappella, a capo, is that my saying that right? Capella. Acapella. A cappella. Oh, it's separated, so it's like I'm going, that doesn't sound right. Groups to gospel choirs uh, to acoustic bands. She was a member of the University of Mich Michigan's a cappella group 
uh, Gimbal in the Wabi with a featured solo on their debut album, King Sized Bed. Jamie was the lead singer for UCLA's Rock Stars for Kids, a charity rock band that performed for children in need and was featured in a junior blind for American show, which included Stevie Wonder. Over the last few years, she has focused on acoustic music, singing in bands, Beachside, and most currently Indigo River, performing at Santa Barbara's Lucicity um, Festival and at the Los Angeles Life Changes radio show. Jamie has recorded at the famous East West Studios and has recently launched her solo career as a soul acoustic artist with focus on performing and writing music for films and television. She is currently finishing her debut EP. Woohoo! And in her free time, <laughs> in her free time, uh, Jamie is a wellness advocate for Duterra in writing and is writing a book based on James and Jamie's relationship web series, Love Bites, and runs long distance with her beloved James. So that's just half of the, the, this incredible combination that we have here today. So now James, James was voted by TV Guide as Hollywood's 25 hottest. Woo! And James recently finished filming NCIS um, LA, the new HBO show Animals, the new sitcom School of Rock, and reoccurring on the FX drama Justified. He also recently finished um, Hawaii Five O and a four-year run on um, NBC's Heroes as Ando. Um, James will be in two feature films released later this year, Another Time, which is a romantic comedy, and The Livingston Gardener, which is a thriller. He also recently wrapped the feature takeoff um, FKA banana season where he had to train as a mixed martial arts fighter for six weeks. A native of New York City, James graduated from Bronx High School of Science, then went on to study communications and broadcasting at Boston University and New England Institute of the Arts. After a stint in a hip-hop group in college, I would have loved to see that, and trying out improv comedy, James moved to L.A. on a one-way ticket and a, and a single suitcase where he began his training in music, dance, and acting. His first ever television audition landed him on CBS's JAG with um, other TV credits include CSI, uh, NBC's Las Vegas, The West Wing, Heist, uh, Threat Matrix, and CW's. Um, all about the Andersons. A world traveler and adrenaline junkie, James once jumped eight times in one day in Cairns, Australia, slid down waterfalls in Queenstown, New Zealand, scuba dived into caves in Miami, uh, Miami, and Maui, Hawaii, and deep water soloed at the island of Koh-Fi-Fi, uh, Thailand where he uh, backflipped for the first time 50 feet um, high off a limestone cliff. He and his wife, Jamie, also just ran the 2016 LA Half Marathon. 
James plays basketball for the Hollywood Knights, a charity celebrity team, and participated in Robin Williams' soccer aid for UNICEF at Manchester's United's old uh, Trayford in England. He is also an ambassador for the international organization Good Neighbors and their Water for Life campaign. Okay, time's up. Show's over. <laughs> Hi. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. I'm so like, and and thank you for the time. You you, I know James is being um, called all over the place to do a bunch of acting now, and he's taking time and uh, sitting in a cafe, uh, going to talk to us. And and so you know what we're going to talk about today is that we're going to talk about their uh, what they're creating together, Love Bites. So stay tuned. Um, James is going to, we're going to talk about James' acting career and Jamie's music and, um, and also like how they got to where they are and how they're living um, authentically and, and, and choosing a life as two creative people. Um, and how do, how do you make it in this world? How do you, how do you, how are you making it in the uh, acting and, and, um, How'd you get there? So welcome both of you. Thank you so much for having us. It's such an honor to be in your presence. Oh, and um, I'm sure everybody is very excited to hear how you two met. How'd you get together? Well, I can start it and then James, if you want to chime in, we'll just do it like hopscotch. Um, so we met very auspiciously at a treehouse gathering. And I say auspicious because Treehouse is such a beautiful metaphor for a house that's founded on growth. Mm. And, and the symbol of Treehouse is very prominent in our relationship. But we met there um, for the first time just as friends. We didn't, um, we met through music actually. So James had heard my voice in a singing circle and he wandered into the living room and there I was singing in a circle. And um, he just liked the music that I was playing. And I really connected with one of his dear friends, who at the time I thought they were clearly together. So I, I just uh, met him as a friend, and um, which was a nice thing to do because I remember, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also connected in with spirituality and energy. And I just remember this like bright yellow aura from this incredible man at this party who I just really appreciated. And it wasn't, um, you know, neither of us were trying to seek out some sort of, like, sexual relationship or something like that. We just really appreciated each other. And I, I really value that's the way that we, we met. Um, so we met as friends. Uh, we just really dug each other. We liked each other. Um, and then, you know, I said, hey, James, you should stay for a couple hours at this party. Just from some like kind of channeling moment. It wasn't anything from my um, conscious mind. And so he stayed for two hours and during that time met some folks that convinced him to go to Burning Man. Yeah. So he ended up going to Burning Man. And while at Burning Man, he stayed with a crew whose leader was called Helix. So H-E-L-I-X. The week before we met for our first date, he did a, a plant medicine journey where he saw the double helix DNA. And then, you know, fortuitously, we met for lunch 
And he finds out that I'm a neurogeneticist and I work with the DNA every day. So, you know, I, I laugh that our spirit guides must think we're dunce because they bang us over the head with, like, breadcrumbs and new, numerology and all this stuff. But we met, and um, it was just so natural. We say that we were in this vortex where it was just like, who is this person? And we felt like we, we knew each other for many lifetimes. Um, and do you want to take it from there, babe? Um... Yeah, yeah. So, so we, you know, we like to say we fell in love on our first date uh, because within the first 19 minutes, uh, we recognized each other on a soul level, and we felt like we had multiple lifetimes together, and uh, and fell in love, and and that was a first experience for both of us in terms of you know just kind of experiencing that, and um, yeah, and we knew within the first week that we we're going to get married, and. Um, you know, a month and a half later, Jamie moved in, and we still took the time to date and get to know each other, which we're really glad. And there's something about really kind of dating someone, knowing that you are entering a partnership for uh, for the long term. So, um, so yeah, we got engaged. Uh, you know, a year later, and then last June we got married. So we just celebrated our one-year anniversary a couple months ago, and it's been an amazing journey. Congratulations. And um, um, so I guess let's lead into, uh, let's talk about, so how did you guys come up with Love Bites then? And then we'll go on to the separate other stuff. But so. uh, Well, there's a saying that we like to say, which is love works. So it's a double entendre, meaning that Love works, you know, it's, the, it's, what, it's what drives the universe, but also love involves work. And something that both of us wear as a badge of honor is that during, especially during those first year or two, um, whenever we, you know, we had some sort of, um, uh, like, not conflict, but area that we wanted to grow, we really both leaned in, we sat in it, and we developed out of this tools, so really out of that first two years, there was precipitated many really cool relationship tools, many of which were based in neuroscience, neuroscience because that's my, that's my lens, my perceptual lens. And then James's perceptual lens is games. So there's this beautiful, like, natural precipitation of these neuroscientific tools based in games. And we just looked at each other and we're like, you know what, we should share these. We're really big into contribution, and we're like, you know, this these could help other people. So we decided to make these short, little one to two minute bites of tools that developed from our relationship as a way to give back, and also to start a conversation with the community and say, hey, this is what works for us. This is how we've gotten an extraordinary relationship. We'd love to hear if it works for you, and open up that dialogue. And how can people? Um join the love bites community um so uh, our facebook channel is where uh things are that's where we're based and um and i think i think you'll have the link there uh, if you look at james and jamie if you put in james and jamie on facebook our tv channel will come out yes. and um and so right now we're sharing it through multiple social media platforms and then we're going to be part of a couple of new mobile apps called BitChat and Zero, and um, and so we'll be doing live broadcasts 
once a week talking about some of these tools as well as having some uh, more extra content on uh, on an app called Zero. So, um, but yeah, like what, as, as Jamie was saying, what really excited me was really, again, starting a conversation about, um, uh, about relationships and, and sort of the work that goes behind the scenes in a, in a great marriage or any partnership. Um, and we felt like this is a conversation that people don't have, yet it's one of the most fundamental uh, tools and conversations that you should be having even early on in your life. You know, I wish I would have begun this conversation in high school yes. and throughout college, and yet so often people don't explore or tackle a lot of these uh, elements and issues until they're actually in marriage and they're discovering it for the first time. And, uh, you know, uh, I feel like we, today in modern society, there's really not a lot of emphasis on preparing one's life for extraordinary relationships. So we wanted to begin that conversation. Wonderful. Yeah, and just to piggyback on that, um, something that we really, we really resonate is conscious communication for couples, but this can also be conscious communication with yourself, because a lot of our self-talk really, you know, our most important relationship is with ourselves first, and then we can be a good partner. So the way we like to think about it is um, almost like a pyramid of needs. And then that bottom pyramid is communication, conscious communication. And then that feeds and builds conscious relationships, and relationships build a happy life. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're all built on one another. So we, a lot of these love bites are really founded on communication principles. Um, which is incredible, in which most people are not trained. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's like uh, we we missed out on that, um, and that I think that um, and most people miss out on um, you know having uh, conscious communication with themselves even. So what you're doing is um, you know so very awakening, and um, I also see that. Um, how you're doing the ones that I've seen you already present, they're very playful. So it isn't like you have, it's not like you're going into therapy, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's, it, it, I get the, the, the game playfulness part about it, but it's also, um, James, when I was talking to Jamie earlier, I said, it's, things are simple, but profound, you know, when applied. Right. So it's not just up here when it's applied. And so I see you guys living your life that way. And, and it, it reflects out in the, the way that you're showing up in the world. I also want to let people know that then go to Jamie, uh, James and dot com, your website. And that also takes you to the Love Bites um, there. So, um, OK, so. Another thing that I would love to talk about, so actually, Jamie, let's start with you. Um, so where did the uh, passion for music come in, and um, how did you get from neuroscience to singer? It's a great question. Well, it's really funny, and it's another serendipitous story. So I've, I was born and raised on music. My family is a music family. Uh, not in the traditional sense where they're like touring musicians, but they just, my sisters are both phenomenal singers. My mom is a great singer, uh, phenomenal singer. And um, my whole extended family are singers. So 
singing was pervasive in my household. It was really the the main thread that that wove this fabric of my childhood. And so, you know, I was born and raised on music, and I I, I knew that if I could be living a, any dream, if someone told me, hey, this is a dream, you're, you're sleeping right now, I would be a singer. I'd be like, oh, great, like I can be a singer and I'm going to pursue that. Um, and then one day I realized that I can do that, <laughs> that, that, that I don't need someone to give me permission to, to, to live my dream. And really beautifully enough, um, my, my singing name, I, I recently changed to a collapsing of Jamie and my middle name, May. So I just took out, um, I, I, it's J-A-M-A-E, so Jamais. Ah. So I just collapsed it. Well, come to find out, so hilariously enough, this is a Korean word, Jamais. Wow. And it means, it's a noun, it means siblings, but more specifically, sisters. So it not only tied in the fact that, you know, my beloved is Korean, but also that how I found music was through my sisters and singing with my sisters. So, and then I've also had a lot of um, sister type relationships helping me through music. Um, my first one, when I was in Rockstar for Kids, I have a good friend, Julie, who I was singing with there, who was like a sister. And then um, another friend, Jessica, in that first band, Beachside. And then another friend, Larissa, in Indigo River. So this, this idea of, like, sisters and music has just been, like, woven through my life. So, um, yeah. so I found, you know, to answer your question, I found music through my family, specifically my sisters. And then James found me through music. So it's like, this really beautiful thing. And then my music name combines both the Korean and sisters. It's really nice. Um, and, then, and then how I transitioned from science to music was, you know, was not, was not separate from the fact of, of meeting James because he was really a catalyst for me fully stepping into music and believing in myself as a singer. He always referred to me as a singer, even when I was um, doing neuroscience. And so I think he could see that twinkle in my eye when I sang, and he knew that that was my, my heart's desire, and he supported me um, during that transition because, you know, as a singer-songwriter, especially a starting singer-songwriter, getting on your feet is hard. So, you know, of course, he's supporting me emotionally and, um, and financially as well through that process. So I, I give a lot of credit to him for helping me transition into that Um and, and, and then also, like, instead of just retiring from neuroscience, I'd like to transmute it and to open up the possibility of finding ways to use all that knowledge to be a bridge builder, both through music, if I could find a way, um, and also through what we're doing with media and um, making neuroscience accessible. Because something that was... Um, a point that I wanted to work on it in, as a neuroscientist and in science was that there's all this incredible research that's just buried 
because it's really hard to understand. You have to be in school for a thousand years to understand it. And then it doesn't seem accessible and it doesn't seem relevant. So in order to somehow create a bridge where I do have the chops to be able to understand and read that because I've done the training, but then make it into pieces of digestible information for people where it could actually impact their life in a positive way. And, and to have that research really serve its original purpose, which is to help people and to have people live better lives and more fulfilled lives. Well, and, and I would love to reflect back to you that, um, you know, sound healing, mm. through heal so, you're, and, and so you are affecting the neurons in our body when you sing to us, you know, through mm -hmm. the words that you say, you're transmuting, um, you know, uh, energy from the, you know, your loving heart and the words and the, you know, the experience that you're creating for us. So you already are doing that work and... Um, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll do more and I've heard you sing and, and, uh, everyone, you can go on their websites also, or either on either of their, um, uh, uh, Facebook or social media sites and, and hear recordings. I love the song that James sang for you. Was it at your wedding or, or is it just one that he made up about you? That's, um, uh, beautiful. You, you both have great voices and I think how fun to be creating together so thank you for seeing that I appreciate that yeah yeah so it's it's exciting to see where you're going uh, James why don't you tell us a little bit what's going on with you and if you could also um, uh, there there are quite a few uh, a lot of creatives that follow um, and so talking a bit about also about uh, the dedication it takes to get to your um, to get to where you are today. What did um, Yeah, sorry, I, I I missed the last part. What you said there was a, there was someone walking to distract me, yeah. <laughs> just trying to talk to me. Yeah. Um, so what was the last part? I was just saying, uh, if you could share what's going on in your life and and what yeah. you want to share with the audience, but also if you could share about um, how, how you've gotten to where you are now, what, what sort of dedication or, uh, you know, how, how did you go from, uh, you know, a, a beginning actor into, um, you know, to, to a well-known, to where you're in demand now, where we're talking to you while you're having a lunch break. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, in terms of the latest, uh, I'm filming a show right now called Sleepy Hollow. It's a show on Fox that will premiere. Uh, next year, uh, the fourth season, and um, I'm also part of uh, this uh, group called The Lab, and um, Lab is a group of artists um, that are really dedicated to the craft that meets twice a month to put up uh, work that is either original work or uh, very well-known plays, um, and um, it's been uh, a really great community for me to reignite my craft, my passion for the craft, and um, you know, I've been in the business for 13 years, and the thing that I'm constantly realizing is it's a lifelong craft, and that just like anything, it needs a lot of dedication, hard work, and time spent um, to uh, to pursue mastery. And um, and and you know, whenever you feel like you reach new heights, there's always a deeper side of the ocean to dive into because it's so intricately connected to who you are as a human being. 
Uh, I feel like acting, and perhaps music also, is so... Um, uh, there's so many elements to it that are so personally connected to who you are as, as a person, whether it's physically, mentally, psychologically, and spiritually, that as you continue, it's so important for you to continue to evolve as a human being if you want to evolve as, a, as an actor or a performer. So, so I would say that's been um, uh, a big area of growth for me, especially in the past few years, especially after I met Jamie, of uh, really kind of um, spending time to evolve on a spiritual level and then kind of creating a new relationship with my craft uh, so that I'm kind of approaching the work with uh, a sense of perspective and knowledge and a balance that I am kind of evolving into. And um, I think in terms of, you know, anyone that's looking to pursue acting as a career, um, you know, it's funny because, you know, if people go into law or medicine or any other field that's really highly respected, it's, it's, it's very given that you're, you have to invest at least 10 to 20 years in education, uh, experience, uh, uh, building, you know, a set of tools um, that really allow you to function in that field. Yeah, because acting is a craft that sort of mimics real life. Uh, you know, when you're the greatest ones make it seem like, make it feel like it's seamless and it doesn't take any work. And so I think a lot of people kind of see that and don't really see it as a craft. It's something that you could just kind of, well, it's just, you know, being a human being. We all do that in real life. And in some sense it is, yet it's incredibly, um, it's, uh, it's a craft that takes incredible amount of skills and experience, uh, and navigation and a lot of working through different challenges. So, uh, so I'll say, I'll say, yeah, that would be my sort of, um, you know, uh, sort of encouragement for, for anyone that's going into this field is to really kind of treat it, uh, with the utmost respect and be willing to dedicate, uh, 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life, uh, to really explore and, and master it. And can I ask you, um, like, so what, when you, before you were being supported by acting, what did you do to support yourself as you were crafting your craft, <laughs> as you were mastering your craft? Yeah. Um, so, so for me, my, my first couple of years in LA, I, I've had so many different jobs, um, you know, I, I've, I've bartended, I was uh, a tutor teaching uh, SATs. Uh, I was an interpreter uh, for the studios. Um, and uh, I think one of the things that I really focused on was that I, whatever I was spending my time on, whether to bring an in income or supporting myself, I wanted to be somewhat related to the craft that I was working in. So I, I made sure that I wasn't just kind of dividing my time away from my craft, that whatever was bringing an income to support my life was also something that could help me towards my craft. Mm -hmm. So whether that was either teaching or performing in front of kids, uh, I did a lot of education in the theater for uh, a year or two, which was really great training ground because there's no better audience than the kids. Yeah. You know, they they respond to you right away, and um, and and when you have their attention, they let you know it. When you don't, they also let you know. So uh, I remember we were going to all these different schools in the LA area. And uh, I was doing plays about Martin Luther King Jr. and the Underground Railroad and, you know, history of civil rights. And, and it felt good to really kind of uh, be part of 
the conversation and, 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 and sort of sharing knowledge and, and history through uh, songs and, and skits and, and performance. So, so that was really fun. Nice, nice. And um, all right, so what is it that you got what do you what do you both want to share We're, we'll wind up here because i know that you're busy but what like what is something that um is important for you right now to share with others about what it is how you're living your life and what you're doing in your life yeah, thank you for that question. We, we were on a road trip, and we just asked each other, if we could teach our kids five things, what would it be? Um, so thank you for that question. We were actually already thinking about it. I would like to tell people to have fun. Um, that it's really, life is to be fun. And at the end of the day, um, you know, take this in the, in the best way possible. No one cares about your life but you. And people just want you to have fun and, like, to be happy. So find what lights you up, find what inspires you, and then figure out how you can contribute with with those gifts and when you're in your dharma and when you're having fun and how other people can benefit from that. And, um, and when you're in joy and when you're having fun, I think that's the highest spiritual state you can be. And you'll attract people into your life that are also want to have fun and, and be in joy and... And, and it's been contagious. Just, you know, just like when we watch the news, we can get down because of that. Um, when you're in your joy, that's contagious too. And, and you know, one of my favorite quotes from Martin Luther King was um, that, you know, to paraphrase, that darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And I, I strongly believe that when you light your candle in a dark room, that causes so much more impact um, you know, than being a martyr for what you want to do. So have fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I believe you live that. That's one thing that really attracts me to the two of you is that you live that and you, um, and you walk that talk and I probably wouldn't expect you to say anything else about that, that that's, um, um, and, um, Jamie, uh, is, uh, so, where do you want people to find your music and how can how can if people want to support you and listen to you and um how do you thank you for asking that that's great so um so all my music is you can find it in you can find all my ep actually on Bandcamp, and you can also choose to donate there if you want to uh so let me give you that link um and then you can Find my music on Facebook at J-A-M-A-E Music. So let me pull that up. All right. So Facebook, J-A-M. J-A-M-A-E. Oh, A-E. That's right. We ch you changed the, your name there. Okay. A-E Music. And then, um, so that's both Instagram and Facebook. And if you go on either of those accounts, you'll see the Bandcamp link. So okay. that Bandcamp link has um, three of my songs from my EP and soon to be the fourth one. And um, But if you go on Instagram and follow me on Instagram, you'll get a lot of fun clips of like covers and um, fun music quotes and just 
a really like inside look at my journey, my musical journey. And and guys, really go back and listen to Love Bites also. And then James, what would, uh, how would you answer the last question I asked? So uh, can you t can you just repeat the question for me? <laughs> I I don't remember. Um, I basically just asking, do you have any last comments or what what do you what do you what do you want to channel right now? From, from your higher self to, to words of wisdom for our listeners and, that want to follow you and, and you're, you're modeling an, uh, a healthy mind, body, spirit uh, life for them. Uh, I want to encourage everyone to be curious and follow their curiosity, uh, ask questions, you know, we're, we're in a really blessed time where whatever we're curious about, there are information out there that, that we can attain. And um, also for people to um, think about the difference between uh, information versus knowledge versus wisdom. And I think there is also a lot of noise out there. And I think it's important. I think information is important to inform knowledge. Uh, and I think people really need to apply knowledge uh, in order to uh, achieve wisdom, evolve it into yeah, evolve it into wisdom. So um, that and um, and you know, uh, someone asked me, you know, what what uh, I think is a definition of greatness, and I think greatness is your capacity to choose what is uh, good and what is. Um, Oops, we lost him for a minute. Hang on, he'll be back. <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> what is good and what is... <laughs> to choose whatever you want. <laughs> he, it's cool, there's this air of mystique. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's being dramatic. He's leaving us, right? He, 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 He's he, an actor. He's leaving us wanting more. We want more. So, um, anyway, in case he doesn't come back in, but thank you.